0: for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Welcome to the show. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is the only program I'm aware of. The only one that gives you the scientific truth about investing. I can't find another Science. one. I've, looked. I've, I've gone through all the podcasts on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And I can't find anybody else who does this. The only exception may be Paul Merriman. Well, Jill Schlesinger. No, there's nothing about investing. There's oh, it's all about... Nothing. It's, it's all, all it's all general lifestyle ah, okay. money stuff. Oh, okay. okay. You know, very few people talk about real investing and and how you can build wealth without playing games with your money. And people think it's games, too, by the way. So and we're
2: here to answer any of your questions. I know a lot of times... Yeah, hold on till the end. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But do it now because the end. The second, the second. The uh, end is nigh. Well, that too. But the The end is nigh. Second half hour always seems to be jammed with calls, so this is the time to get it in and do it now. Did you give the number? What's that
1: number? Uh, No, I was going to let you do it. Oh
2: wow, this is a big moment for me. Eight five five nine three five. T A L K talk or eight two five five. I know. I hate that. More than anything, but I I'm did so it because you, you I'm tell so me to. Eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a ring. Okay, and 855-935-TALK. we were talking last hour about what many of you believe about investing—that that that there is some sort of financial nirvana out there. There is a guru. There's artificial intelligence, the great new email program that you may have got that Jason Zweig took to the woodshed said no it's really not working three out of four trades are not making you money no turns out oh and the guy agreed yeah you're right i'll
1: i'll quit doing that until
2: i figure it out a little more
1: i have no idea what i'm doing i don't know why i'm doing this i guess because my pot algorithm didn't work out for me
2: i guess so but i mean and the other thing that gets into people's heads and i know because i'm going to god bless i'm going to arizona this week to see some of our clients there and i know what they're going to ask
1: Wait a minute, didn't you just go to Arizona?
2: Well, I know. I, it's a weekly thing. Oh, it's it's I can't, winter what, months here in Seattle, you understand. What <laughs> a
1: that you've got to go to Phoenix again I in know, the winter.
2: November when it's sunny and 75. But I know the question will be, right? I know the question the will be- market Yeah, exactly. Tom, hey, how do my uh, investments do? And um, it, the, the challenge is, what you really are saying is, how much money have you made me lately? And the other part is- What's gonna happen? You want, they want yeah. you to say, "Here's what's gonna happen." Okay, and
1: my wife does this to me. Uh, she goes, "It feels like a recession." Do you think we're heading for a recession? Yes. I, I, my, my standard is, of course, there's always gonna yeah. be one at yeah. some point, but I have no idea. Well, it just feels like one. Mm-hmm. Everybody I talk to feel like you know the stock market's going down. Yep. Is the stock market going down? No, the oh. stock market's not going anywhere. The stock Thank
2: market you. is gone. It should always be past tense, but so it's gone. Oh, no, it's gone? Sorry, your money is (laughs) somewhere. Because I know, and I know, by the way, so just assume for a moment that you have a portfolio that's 100% in stocks, which very few of you should, although I ran into another one this week where they thought they were being kind of conservative and they had 100% of the money in stocks. Hold on. Because they were in six mutual funds. They were in six mutual funds. They did not understand what the mutual funds held
1: and they thought 100 percent in stocks 100 percent. were they by the by the by the by were they loaded actively managed mutual funds some not loaded yeah. but actively managed actively managed yeah. okay
2: uh loaded refers to commission so i mean you need to know what your asset but anyway your stock to bond ratio is how much risk you're taking because in a hundred percent portfolio as bad as it's been right yeah. With half it of the money in international bad. stocks.
1: I do those I do those reports. I know every you do. Oh my gosh. It's, it's et
2: cetera, et cetera. It's
1: depressing.
2: As bad as it's been, your 100% yeah. portfolio all in stocks is down year to date a whopping 3.8%. Does that sound like a major a correction or bull bear a market? Yes. That includes things that includes like
1: international, where the Chinese market is down 22%. That
2: includes those emerging markets, which are down 13 and percent year to date. International large cap down 10.3. Ooh. But this is what diversification should do. For it. it doesn't protect you. OK, because if you have everything in stocks, even with a widely diversified portfolio, you could lose half of your money. It's happened. Yes. But it does give you, you know, some diversification against certain markets having bad times. Right now it's bad for internationals for a variety of reasons. A variety of reasons because US large companies have made 5.7% uh, this year. US so small a variety is up of it.
1: reasons are, it means it's some of those things you don't want to talk about. Well,
2: we don't oh, we could.
1: You don't want to talk about <laughs> we, tariffs and politics. We uh, we could. You get uh, we could. It's. You know. I mean, really. It's, do you? What, uh, what's the? What is probably the biggest reason the Chinese market is down over twenty percent? It
2: probably is because they're, as they say, out of bullets to fight the tariffs. Right. Tariffs. Right. So the future mm. looks bleak. So what should you be doing when a market is down? You mentioned twenty percent. I mentioned thirteen and a half because yeah, i have to go 3. tell people overall. i have to go tell people in phoenix that this week what should they be doing
1: i know the answer yes the answer is uh-huh. nothing well except
2: you should technically be selling well, some of the things that have gone up rebounding. and buying but- China. But that
1: really, if, if, you do, if you've been doing this. Oh, I know. You should be buying that's China. That's what
2: I'm getting to. Uh, wow, that's oh, a fun does message. Oh, sound yeah.
1: painful? Yeah. I don't want to buy any Chinese Exactly. Stocks. Exactly. So, well, we, uh, we, call we our us portfolios questions. don't have very much. Yeah. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255.
1: That's our phone number. Those last four digits just happened to spell talk. What a coincidence. So give us a call. Talk with us about your money on Talking Real Money. I'm Don. That's Tom. And on the phone is Dan. Dan, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Uh, Hi, guys.
3: Well, um, I have a question about – I have some – my retirement invested with a um, financial manager, and the other day, uh, after the market dipped and rose and dipped and rose, I asked him where we stood, and he said, well, you're about where you were at the beginning of the year. And I thought, well, that's – my savings account would have done better than that. Um, (laughs) I said – and what's happened, you know, recently is we've we've managed to liquidate some things and we've got uh, some money available, but it's in a bank right now because if the market's going to put me where I was, you know, in January, why would I bother going there? Um, do you have any other suggestions? I,
1: I, I have the perfect answer that you're going to absolutely hate. Uh, the answer is you cannot get better than bank returns without going through periods in which your investment will not just not make money, but will actually lose money. I guarantee that if you invest in something that can make more money than a bank, you will have times when you will lose some money. I just guarantee that. And if you can't live with that, then you should just stay with the bank.
3: Well, uh, I'll follow it up with another question. Yeah, sure. Since we still owe a bit of money on a mortgage, and the interest on the mortgage is, you know, in the lower digits, uh, would it be better for us to actually take the money from a bank that's earning a half to one and
1: pay off? Yes. The mortgage well, in that to- case, in that that's one of the rare cases, rare cases where paying off a mortgage makes sense. There, if there is, if you are. Totally, one hundred percent uncomfortable with the with the prospect of any loss temporary. By the way, by the way, truly temporary loss has been temporary for uh, throughout the history of the world, losses in productivity in the value of businesses has never been permanent. It's always temporary. But if you're totally uncomfortable with that, if you would keep it in the bank, then then paying off a mortgage that's four five percent. Sure. It makes better financial sense. And here's the other important part of that is
2: if the money is truly coming out of a bank account to pay for that, I'm all right with that. Last week, we had somebody call and say they're going to cash in their retirement and pay off their mortgage. Now, remember, when you do it that way, you're paying tax on the money coming out of your retirement. That's a bad philosophy. But again, if you had it in a bank, you just want to pay off the mortgage. Yeah,
3: that that that's probably OK. You're
1: making money. Yeah you're making money
3: and what about these um they're a uh, like a money market for a year you know 18 months or whatever that have some interest rate is that
1: still at risk if you are with an fdic insured bank you have zero risk up to a quarter of a million dollars and i would just go to bank rate go ahead don if you're in U.S. government securities, you have zero risk. If you're in anything else, there can be a modicum, mm-hmm. albeit tiny, teeny, tiny risk. But if you want absolute certainty, then make sure you're FDIC insured. A lot of people, what they do is they ladder out CDs. Yeah. They'll get a five-year CD, a four-year CD, a three-year CD you know, d- down the road, and that way one-fifth of their money comes due every year, uh, if you take it out early, you're going to suffer a penalty from those longer ones, but you get one fifth, of, or yeah, one fifth of the money every year.
2: And I was saying, just go to Bankrate.com. You can see the best deals out there for any of the things you just talked about—money market, CD—they have them all up there. I'd pick one of those, put the money in there, as Don said. Maybe some of it's 18 months, some of it's a little longer, and you're making just a little bit more than having it sitting around in your bank.
3: You bet. Well, thanks,
1: guys. That's good. Thank you. Thanks Dan. for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. You know, taking risk truly is not for everybody. It's not,
2: and the other part is if you really, if short term, if if what's happened the last couple months disturbs you, and the fact that you haven't made money this year, I don't know that
1: you're a stock investor. Right, exactly. I don't. That's... And by the way, I looked online. FDIC insured account, um, a money market. <laughs> is this right? Yeah, How much money market? Two and a quarter. Talking wow,
2: about that's a good deal. That's, uh, I mean, that's, so, I mean, here's something One else to consider, by the way, when it comes to bank accounts. To Even there. though banks have gone under, I don't think anybody who's ever had money in the last 50 years in a bank money, has Don. lost it.
1: No. No.
2: The new no, bank just take, uh, Not, takes over, and that's yeah. that. There's never well, has well, been.
1: And, and and FDIC has never actually had to step in right. and pay them off. And Another exactly. bank takes over. We haven't had a, a true loss in a banking institution since the Great Depression. Right. That seems a bit of time ago to me. So It was a couple years. Yeah. before Even before our time. <laughs> I can't feel better all over. 855-935-TALK is the number. And, Kurt, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
2: Hey, Kurt. Yeah. Go, man. Oh, or not. Say goodbye to Kurt. Okay. He, that was a strange noise. Yeah. if huh, it was weird. Kurt, I hope changed. we didn't do anything bad in your car,
1: but if you'd like to call back.
4: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, no, I'm just saying. It's just a, okay. That.
1: Pardon me. It just sounded kind of weird. you know, it's weird when you think about it. For I've been getting calls from cars for, for you know, like 20 years. Yeah. Or so. When did, I don't remember when the first cell phone came out. The Probably first cell more phone like almost like, thirty years. Uh, yeah, it was in the late eighties, I think. Yeah, and and I've always that in the back of my head is always this. I know. I don't want anyone to crash while I they're know. talking to me. I know. Concentrate. I agree. I've had people fall asleep
2: on hold. Yes, that was a very famous call, which I hope will be up on
1: our our twenty four seven networks at some point. Because oh, we be hadn't funny. even plugged. Okay, no. all right. Now that you mentioned it, let's do it. We are getting ready to roll out officially, and we're rolling it out in beta. I just like saying that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, A a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week real money network that will include talking real money programs and and will include some other stuff, too. For example, Paul Merriman's programs will be up there soon. You're going to love it. He's agreed, and we're looking for other great. So sources anytime
2: of- you want, you can go listen to that, and then anytime you want, when you have a question, you can call our uh, our toll free number, number and at we'll answer. Five
1: nine three five talk, and you can, if you'd like, you can start listening to the beta version. It is not tightly scheduled. I just put some. Yeah. podcasts up there and let them run randomly but you can get a feel for it we're still working on the website trying to make it really mobile friendly and simple just go to real money and you can listen and i don't know who time. you
2: argued with in uh, central california but we're back on google now too good job
1: so oh, i can yeah, say okay, can okay say, google
2: you can listen say, can okay, i play google. talking real money podcast and there we were yeah well done
1: yeah. siri can do it too okay just to plug that other California company. 55935 five, talk is our number. Give it a call. it. Okay. Amen.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives, and the investing you have done is probably a hodgepodge of ill-fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800 800- 386-3004 that's 800-386-3004 or visit us online at vestory v-e-s-t-o-r-y dot
0: your guides to a really great financial future tom and don are talking real money
1: wow there are even three percent three-year cds now Yeah, three percent that's that's not bad high. yeah that is 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We're talking about your life and your money. And Tim, you're next. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Tim. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Ah, We're doing great. How can we help you?
3: Okay. I have a question about reverse mortgages. I own a condo, and I have no mortgage. I own an outright. So are there any options for getting there, you know, whatever?
1: I don't know. Do that you, you need to generate income? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, there are options. There, uh, you there are reverse mortgages for condos, for condos. Okay, either. all right. I didn't know. Yeah, I, 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 there, it's there are now FHA programs. Uh, you, it's totally paid for. So I don't know what the I don't have all the information in front of me, but I would shop around. There are reverse mortgage companies out there, and shop two or three of them. Find out who's giving you the best rates, and the fewest. Yeah, fees are something to pay attention to. Fees can be very high. Yep. Uh, But yes, you can get an income stream and not lose your property. Uh, Get a get a line of credit or an income stream from it that off of which you can live for the rest of your life. And they will not come, come back. Even if the, the condo value goes down, they will not come back against you.
2: Well, they, they because they changed the rules, they're limiting now how much you can take out of there. I mean, so it's right.
1: less than it once was. So they've made it right. more but conservative. Condos have just been horribly volatile uh, yeah. <sighs> real estate. Oh, do uh, get so me going. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you plan to stay there for a long period of time and you need an income stream from it a reverse there are instances where reverse mortgages make sense and mm-hmm. this may very well be one of them
3: is that helpful i okay, so, uh, basically yeah. have to take a mortgage out to get the reverse mortgage or no,
1: no 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 the reverse mortgage is in essence a mortgage you are just okay. it's just backward so you contact a couple of the of a couple of reverse mortgage people look them up online reverse okay. mortgages in your area but shop them call two or three and have them compete for your business make sure you get the lowest fees and the best rate on that on that reverse mortgage
4: okay okay thanks so much yeah we've done we've done some work with a number
2: of people there fairway somebody we've worked with i think you get fair treatment there keel does them now so it's a completely that's the important thing you mentioned completely different product than a mortgage
1: completely different so you don't want yeah, to go get a mortgage. You do not need a mortgage. No. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. you do not want a mortgage because no. then you have more equity Correct. available against which to borrow. Yeah. Against which to create that income stream. So it'll be a bigger income stream. And then the they get paid back when either you sell the house or you die. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. They yeah, don't but, collect any money until then. And But I think the one thing people have been worried about
2: was, will my heirs be left with a bill? And the answer to that is no. No. Yeah. No. They used to. Th- no. The property satisfies the debt. Correct.
1: Period. Yeah. There are and no And that's why additional... they shrunk the, the amount of equity you can pull out of them, I believe. Right. It, and it was, up until the FHA got involved, it was the wild, wild west. As a matter of fact, I was a huge opponent of reverse mortgages because you never knew what you were going to get you know back in the days when you had uh, uh politicians and old tv guys and they you know, still law and order them. guys they
2: still do them they still do them? oh yeah uh, I, st- there, I don't, don't watch a lot really of many ads deals. on tv but yeah i
1: don't watch any ads on I, tv anymore you're, you're really bad consumer I, I am a terrible consumer. Really as, you, as a matter of fact, only during the election I turned on the, the local news a couple of times. <laughs> How was that? It was all election ads. <laughs> really. And they were awful. They were so mean. They get they're Aww. getting meaner. Aww. like like
2: not like the financial industry, which is kind and blows kisses to everybody.
1: Well they do, but then they kind of take advantage <laughs> of them on the Then you were a back. prospect, yeah. now you're a client. Now yeah. you're a client. Got it. 855-935-TALK is our number. You need a little help with your money, uh, some guidance, some direction. We will certainly try to provide that to you in the in the best way we know how. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855 935
0: 8255 Be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Your number one financial goal must be retirement. As we live longer, our need for a substantial retirement nest egg has grown. That's why you must have a plan. And to help you map your route to a brighter future, I created Vestry's Better Retirement Guidebook. And you can get a free PDF copy right now at RetireBetterBook.com. It's truly free and there is no obligation. So get your Better Retirement Guidebook now at RetireBetterBook.com, Retire. BetterBook.com.
0: reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money
1: are you ready to get your financial house in order to stop making the mistakes that so many people make when it comes to money and investing and finance well call us we'll help you and we'll do it for free at eight five five nine three five talk 855 you can even call that number 24 hours a day seven days a week leave a message and we'll oh, answer those wait, questions whoa, whoa, whoa. on I our
2: podcast you, i thought you just stayed up real late there and took the calls into the evening and early morning hours i keep i keep forwarding them to your house and keep <laughs> bouncing them back there they go yeah i i'm not a late night guy as you know so anyway it would not no. work, not work well. And today I'm not either. I'll be asleep back to the show. You're
1: going to be done know, under so. the weather. You're doing good though. Hey, doing good. Thanks. Yeah. You know, trying. You know, you know what happens when yes. you get on stage or in front of a mic? Like the adrenaline. I kicks know. in. That's why That's my amazing. heart rate is well it's 68. Is, still pretty low.
2: Oh, my usual yeah, resting heart absolutely. rate is about 56. So, I Draggart. guess you're just, you just got
1: me so excited today that it's 12 over. So yeah. well done. All right. Don't don't die or anything. <laughs> feeling good eight eight five five nine three five talk is our number i'm don that's tom and don's on the phone too don welcome to the show hello don
3: hi, hi it's tom
1: tom my bad
2: oh, yeah, oh it's tom me? not don
4: ah
3: okay huh?
2: yeah we can hear you tom tom how you doing
4: thank you um i was just wondering
3: uh, i've done good and i i think i've tried to keep my fear level down with what's going on. So I never you just supposed to balance your account, you know, when it gets after a year or something, I guess, what are the dangers of not balancing? Because I've been happy lately, but could you talk about a little bit? That's
2: a great question. Yeah. I mean, the, the danger of not rebalancing your account. So what Tom's talking about is you decide, you determine whether it's on your own or you take a risk quiz, which is free or for whatever reason, you determine that you want to be 60% in stocks, which are the riskier securities to own, and 40% in bonds, which are less volatile. Then stocks go up and bonds go down. And now instead of being 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds, you are 70% in stocks and 30% in bonds. So the prescription that you believe was going to work for you is no longer in place. So here's what could happen. The next bear market comes along, right? And right. It, as you pointed out last hour, or I guess a couple minutes ago, Don- Over,
1: over and over again.
2: Over and over again. Then it's coming. I. It's like yeah. your wife, she feels it, good for her. Uh, I don't ever feel these things coming, just not in my nature, but- our clients portfolios, the people that we try to help whether you're our client or not, they're built for that. Every per- portfolio should be built for potential well,
1: loss and how much you need to make and your time here, horizon Here's so, what Here's what Tom's saying is that that's when you're 60/40. Your worst case scenario is about a 25% correct. decline in the market historically. That's your portfolio, your your holdings when, Your entire portfolio, it's about 25%. But if you get up to 70% in stocks, you don't rebalance, then your risk becomes about 35%. That's a big, big big difference. That's why rebalancing is so important. Rebalancing is a defensive Yeah, it's really
2: not designed to make you more, but it could make you more because here's how it could do that as well because if you wanted to really like today if you really wanted to get into you could sell u.s stocks which as we mentioned are up about five and a half percent for the year and buy emerging markets stocks which are down over 13 percent. so now you're selling something that's gone up and buying something that's gone down wait isn't that improving your chances. Selling high, buying loans. low. Yeah, that that, that is kind of what you want to do. Therefore, it could improve your performance. But really, it should be looked at as a defensive measure. You could just do it annually, by the way. You don't have to. We use bands. We look at sort of how much volatility our, your portfolio should have. And that's how we manage the money. But you could do it annually and you'd be fine. By the way, it's another way to generate yeah. a retirement income too, right? You're taking from the things that got went up. You're putting that money in your pocket. And you're getting
1: on with your life. So that's really why you another, want to be balanced. There's, there's another critical consideration. Don't play with it. It must be a disciplined approach. If you say, well, I think I'll wait until 18 months because things are going so well for me. Then what you're doing is you're, you're beginning to market time. Yeah. And then what do you do when things have gone down for a period of time? You start; you, It starts becoming influenced by your emotions as opposed to a disciplined approach. Make it a disciplined approach. It's supposed to be disciplined. It's supposed to be semi-defensive. It also should help, to some degree, improve returns over time uh, within the bounds of that portfolio. Yeah, and I want to say thank you, Tom,
2: for calling us. Good to hear from you again.
1: It's been a long time.
2: Tom Summers has followed our work for many, many years. So thanks for calling us. Appreciate it.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Just as there are basic laws that govern our physical world called physics with a PH, there are also basic rules and concepts that impact our finances and investments. I call them financial physics with an F. In fact, eight years ago, I wrote a book about them. For years, I've wanted to create an interactive version of that book to help readers better understand the concepts. So, since it was time for an update, I turned financial physics, with an F, into a special interactive multimedia version only on iBooks. It's the only platform that allows that. Because I want everyone to have access to this information, I decided to give this version away. Yes, it's totally free. So, if you have a compatible Apple device, go get your copy of the new interactive book financial physics on iBooks it's totally free and it's available right now in the iBooks
0: store for your real life and real future Tom and Don are talking real money
1: trying to make money a lot easier to deal with and investing more sensible sane and profitable in the long run 855-935-TALKS our number Don McDonald here Tom Cock over there and on the phone is Phyllis. Phyllis, welcome to the show. Hey Phyllis, how can we help
2: you? Hang on one second. Oh, we're wait. we're getting her. Here's Phyllis. Hi Phyllis. You there? Phyllis? Hmm, maybe. I don't know, we lost her. There. Uh, we can go to Kevin. We can.
1: Okay. Kevin So why not
4: oh, wait. take Wait, that's oh, Phyllis. Arm. Phyllis,
1: go ahead. Wait, Phyllis, start over again. Start over again. We, lost we had you a the problem. Beginning. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: Oh. Okay, my thought was that uh, my bonds are always a drag on my stock. Yep. If the stocks go up, the bonds go down usually. So I was thinking, well, why not take the leave the stocks in there and take the bond money and put the bond money in something more sure, like laddered CDs, but even better, um, laddered fixed annuities, fixed annuities. So you'd always know... And annuities, fixed annuities, give you more than fixed ladder, ladder CDs. So that's my question. But they, but they,
1: well, but but annuities have a higher actual risk that the insurance companies do not like to talk about. They are not as safe as a bank account. They are not as safe as a U.S. government backed bond. Are you Kevin? They are. Uh, They are at the whim of the insurance company, and bear in mind, if you have a fixed annuity that's paying more than a high-quality bond, it's because the insurance company is going out and reinvesting that money in lower-quality securities, and should the economy get in a world of trouble, your annuity could fall on hard times it's happened before wasn't there a company
2: called aig that had some
1: trouble nearly went out of business and executive life in california actually did go out of business and some of their annuity holders didn't get paid off for a decade
4: they uh, uh, invest in junk
1: yes ma'am whatever
2: place they feel they can make more than the money they're paying you Exactly. <laughs> so okay. At
4: the end
1: of the day, okay. I here's what
2: I believe. The reason they yeah. can afford
1: to pay you that much is because they're taking risk. We always have to remember that. High returns always imply higher risk.
2: And by the way, this year, if you're really paying attention, stocks and bonds have lost money, which is an unusual circumstance. Because when you started the conversation, you said there's a tendency to think stocks are going up and bonds are going They do not move in lockstep. Bonds should be there as the bedrock for when stocks do decline phyllis thank you for a, a very good question let's go back to the phones and see if we can get kevin this time i apologize for losing you last time kevin how can hello. we help hey how yeah, are you I ahead. am well good. how are you very well sir how can we help you
4: uh so my questions i have two is uh i have a senior citizen that i'm taking care of all of our finances and um because of our laws and stuff i feel that transparency is really important so I just was gathering all of her things and giving it to one um, company. I don't know if you can name names, but um, Go ahead. one, uh, Edward Jones, and just said, Here, take all of her money and just make sure that she gets this much every month to pay for what she's doing, where she's living. Um, there's a few other things that the question was so she's got other stocks that I haven't discovered yet. And I'm still discovering, should I take all those stocks like, you know, McKesson's Bank of America and give them also to Edward Jones and say, just take care of everything. And that way, if anyone mm-hmm. asks me questions, they can come to you. So
1: did you give, uh, did she, did, 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 or did, did, did someone give Edward Jones power of attorney? I have it. You have the power of attorney, but you gave, I you do. you told Ed Jones to do whatever.
4: And I told him just to put it all in one place and make sure that she gets a check every month to cover her. And where did um, they
1: put the money? Can you can you tell me that?
4: Yeah, he told me because of her age, they were going to put it in um, short-term CDs, like three-month CDs. Okay,
1: that's not so bad. Because she's in her uh,
4: she's in her mid nineties. And how much how, are you paying
2: for the service?
4: There we go. He said he was a he said it was a half percent for what they do. And I know that for everything that they put it in, there's got to be a charge for that. I mean, that's uh,
2: my issue, right? Because in short-term CDs, you're not making much money. And I don't know that I'd be paying somebody for the pleasure of putting that money in there. I mean, the idea that you have somebody taking care of it. And Edward Jones would not be our choice because they do not have a legal requirement to act as a fiduciary to either you...
1: At all times.
2: ...or your mom. I mean, that's the other issue. Although
1: this sounds like it's a fee-based account. right. So... Uh, how much money is in this account, rough figures?
4: At this point, about
1: two, $280,000. Well, that's a very fair fee for $280,000. indeed. The only problem with the fee, this is the only problem with the fee, is that when you have, a, as Tom said, when you have a portfolio of certificates of deposit, that on average, right now the average on, on one-year CDs is 1%. When you're paying a half a percent and a commission to buy the secondary market There's CDs, the yeah. you have no money left. A quarter of a point maybe. And that's pretty sad.
2: Let's go. Thank you so, for your
1: question, Kevin. Got chance I think Kevin had call. another question oh, though. Yeah. We, go
2: ahead. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank okay, you. Okay, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate can get, it. Can we get to Todd real quick? We
1: can get in Todd. We can get Todd real quick. Yeah. Todd, go.
3: I have uh, six accounts. Uh, They're savings accounts for my grandkids and my little kids. There's about 1,000 to 1,500 in them. They're just savings accounts. What could I better put them in so that they have a chance to grow for those kids?
1: How are they plated? Who owns them?
3: Uh, Who owns the account? I started them and with their with their social security number and mine. I'm the co-owner on the account with them.
1: Okay, so they're still in your name. You you own them. They're not uniform gift to minors accounts. Nope. You didn't give them to the kids.
3: I haven't given them to the kids yet. I was waiting for them to mature, but I got to put the money in something that'll grow for them.
2: Tom. Well, I again, in my world, the better place is to put them in if if the money's intended for education in a five twenty nine. That yep. would be my take. You could go to Utah, plan we like very much. It's very easy to set up. And they can very simply move that money over. They would put them in something that was based on the age of the child. If they're not
1: intended for college savings, Don, I don't I mean what would you suggest there? Well no, if they're if they're not intended for college savings, then you probably want to eventually get them in the chi- the child's name through a UTMA or a UGMA, uh, because how old are the kids? They're
3: all under 10.
1: Okay, so they don't have earned income, so is- yeah. I would imagine though that you really want all of them to have some sort of a future education whether it's a higher education or a trade education and all of those can be funded through that 529 yeah. plan and really that Utah plan is excellent their website is my529.com and uh, I think that's probably the better choice because the money comes out for them totally tax free and where you still own the, you still the own other the, option.
2: yeah it does not you still own the account they are the beneficiary which it makes
1: sense too for for kids under age of 10 right and the the great news is is that if one kid doesn't go to school in any way right. you don't want to share them, you can move that money to some of the other kids education so you have a lot of control um, I think that re- I'm with Tom. I think that's really the best way to go. Thanks for the call. And just want to remind all of you real quickly, take a look at our new or take a listen to our new streaming service, realmoneytalkradio.com. It's just in beta phase. It's not really fancy yet. It'll get fancier with time, but you can check it out. Realmoneytalkradio.com. Tom and Don are talking. I just recently created a new and massively improved interactive edition of Financial Physics on iBooks, but I don't want to leave out those without an Apple device, although no other platform offers their interactivity. I have, however, created a free, static PDF version of Financial Physics with an F that you can get right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And one of the things Tom and I have done since we started the, our firm is provided true, solid investing and retirement educations through our series of classes that are not sales pitches. They are classes. And you can sign up for one of those today. We've got one coming up really soon on Wednesday about female financial fundamentals. You can sign up for all of them though at talkingrealmoney.com. That's talkingrealmoney.com. We hope
0: you realize that the information provided a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?